Have you ever had that heart-stopping moment when you realized you forgot the password to a critical account? I have, and that's exactly why I switched to 1Password years ago, and honestly, it's been a game-changer. I can't do without 1Password, and I know that if you give it a try, you will feel the same way. And when you support our sponsors, then you support the show. So I encourage you to check out what 1Password has to offer One of the things 1Password has to offer is it combines top-tier security with an award-winning design, making password management a breeze for anyone, anywhere. From the moment I started using 1Password, I said goodbye to the days of resetting passwords and worrying about security breaches. You see, 1Password isn't just about convenience. It's about saving you from the real cost of data breaches and the daily time suck of password resets. It works seamlessly across all your devices, filling in passwords for you so that you can sign in with a click. And the best part, all you need to do is remember one strong password that protects everything else. I've been using 1Password for as long as I can remember. My family is using it. Everyone in this household has bought in. It's, again, a game changer. It's completely transformed how I handle my digital security and my family feels the same way. We've gotten away from using the same passwords again and again and again, or sticky note reminders or having that notebook that says passwords I must remember. Plus, 1Password is trusted by millions, including giants like IBM and Slack. With 1Password, my digital life and my family's digital life is not only more secure, but infinitely simpler. And look, if you've ever been frustrated by a family member constantly asking for passwords, 1Password's secure sharing has been a total relationship saver for me. It's so secure that the Associated Press relies on it in high-risk areas, which means it's more than capable of keeping your digital life safe and streamlined. So why not make the switch? Protect yourself, your family, and your business with 1Password. It's the simple and secure way to manage your digital life. And right now, listeners of A Productive Conversation get a free two-week trial at onepasswordcom slash ProductiveConvo. That's two free weeks at onepasswordcom slash productive convo. Again, onepasswordcom slash productive convo. Check out one password. I know you'll fall in love with it like my whole family has. Again, that's onepasswordcom slash productive convo for two free weeks. Check it out today. Have you ever considered the impact your work environment has on your health and your productivity? Enter uplift desk a revolutionary standing desk designed to transform the way you work and that's just the beginning of what uplift desk has to offer with an emphasis on ergonomics and customization uplift desk offers a solution that caters to the dynamic needs of modern professionals whether you're coding designing or podcasting like i am right now the flexibility to switch between sitting and standing can significantly enhance your focus and vitality What makes Uplift Desk stand out is not just their commitment to quality and innovation, but also their dedication to creating a healthier workspace. With options to customize from over 100 desktop materials and a plethora of accessories, Uplift Desk ensures that your work setup is uniquely yours, promoting better posture and movement throughout the day. And here's an offer to get you started on a healthier work journey starting today. Go to upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting for 5% off your order. That's up 
liftdesk.com slash timecrafting to get 5% off your entire order. Your health, your productivity, your future self will thank you. Again, that's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting and get 5% off your entire order today. The world has become career-wise for everybody is you've got to be multifaceted, able to learn quickly, able to adjust quickly. Welcome to the Productivityist Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Vardy, and I am absolutely elated that today's guest, this episode's guest, Ian Reed Kessler, agreed to appear on the program. Ian is somebody who has followed me on Twitter. We started to chat via some replies, and then I'm like, wait a minute, he's got that verified check mark. When I see someone with a verified check mark, I'm like, why is he verified? And sure enough, I found out why. Ian Reed Kessler is an actor and director. He's known for Sydney to the Max, where he plays the adult version of Max. He's known for Suits and for the film 500 Days of Summer. We had an amazing time geeking out about film, uh, you know, Hollywood productivity. He knows a lot more about the two former things. I know a little bit about the latter, and we had a great time. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Ian Reed Kessler here on the Productivityist Podcast. I'd like to welcome Ian Reed Kessler to the Productivityist Podcast. Ian, thanks for joining me today. My pleasure. I'm excited. I, I have been hearing your voice and and reading your work for a long time, so this is very cool. And and my wife says I'm not productive, so it's a totally interesting <laughs> choice for me to be here. Well, we spent enough time prior to to uh, recording just not being productive and just chatting about absolutely and, and and kids and um, but. Uh, for those who don't know you, I mean, there's links in the show notes, obviously, but can you share a little bit about um, what you do and, and where people might've seen you before? Yes. I am one of those. Uh, there's a, a documentary. I think it's the guy from that thing, um, which is a great documentary. Um, and I, I, I feel like I'm that guy. Sometimes I'm just younger than most of them. Um, at least right now. Uh, I'm just a guy that has been working at this for, uh, without aging myself. It's been over 20 years now. And, um, started out in Michigan, did all the regional theater stuff that came through. And then I went to New York and then I ended up in LA and done over 60 some TV shows. I'm on a Disney channel show now that I've been on for three years. So if you have kids uh, that are of that age, they're, they're probably uh, recognize me, but I've done uh, roles on basically everything you can think of on television. That's been around for a while. I've been on it. I've either been the killer. I've been killed. um, I've been the, the recurring character that pops up and makes you laugh here and there. And uh, I just, I've been very lucky to make a career of doing what I love and, um, and it's fantastic. So uh, people see me all the time and they go, Hey, I feel like I know you. And I usually just say, you might, I don't know. And, and then, and that's it. If they can't call it out, I don't help them. It's like a quiz. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I've, uh, for those who have listened to the show before and know, I mean, I've talked about my past in comedy and things like that. I haven't really talked about the fact that I have an IMDb profile as well. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> and it's a really dated photo. In fact, so much so that sometimes the Google alerts show up and I get, uh, my name is in there and I'll get some weird, you know, like the weird offshoot sites that are like, oh, this is a dating site that they pulled your IMD. Bro- I'm like, what the heck is that? Yeah. For? yeah. You probably, oddly enough, come across. As well. <laughs> That's funny. But That's uh, funny. But uh, I did do some, one of the things I wanted to do is I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to perform. I get to do it in a completely different way, doing what I do now, which is great. But 
I want to, uh, you're into productivity and that's one of the reasons we, we, we were doing this. And I want to know, like, how, how do you mesh that interest or that need to be productive with what you do? Because knowing what I know, and I, I'm obviously not in the business anymore, um, there's a lot of, I mean, there's quote downtime, but there's not downtime if you're actively thinking. So how do you, how do you mesh those two and, and try to, it, was it similar to me where you're like, I need to be more, I need to figure out how to be productive because uh, I want to make the most of this opportunity or, or I need to do things that are going to make sure that the next gig is going to be what I need it to be. Like, where did you start going down that path of productivity? You know, I think in a weird way, I, I, I'm a little bit of a, a productivity nerd in that way. And I always have been. I don't know why. Um, but I think at, now I see something uh, that I didn't see back then, which is that as a person that thinks creatively most of the time, um, and right now I'm in I'm developing some new TV shows and stuff. And so doing like the business side of things as well. But I think I've always been, had that creative mind. I was never super focused. I was never able to, you know, I was the kid in class that always looked out the window. My parents would go to the conference, teacher conferences and there'd be one desk that was looking out the window literally. And they'd say, why is that desk there? That's where Ian was moved to because he was interrupting the class so much. I just was kind of all over the place and not necessarily a great student. Um, and what I found was that I was always trying to find a way to focus myself. And my tool was gadgets. And so I became like a sharp Zorus user or like the sharp wizard. And like, I started to get into that side of it. And I was like, oh, I need to put everything into my, my little calendar. You know, I'm in like high school doing this. I'm the only one everyone else thinks I'm just weird. But that was kind of like something that I was into. And then oddly enough, I remember my mother, who was a vice president of a bank. This is in another lifetime, it seems now. But she had a Franklin planner and she had done like the Stephen Covey lecture that everybody did at that time. I don't even remember what year this was. It must've been high school for me. So probably early nineties. And she came home with this thing and I was like, wow, that's really cool. So for some reason, ever since then, I have tried to run my life. My wife says, as though I'm a CEO of a corporation, but the corporation tends to be me. So and I think it's helped me in many ways, which is that I don't believe I've worked with anyone who's ever said I'm not professional or that I'm late or that I'm not prepared. And I feel like as a creative person, that's all you can do. Right. My, the only thing I can control is that I'm not late mm -hmm. and that I'm ready when you're ready. Right. Um, whether you pick me for a job or not, is so far out of my control. Yeah, you don't know. I mean, it's it's. I was listening to Rob Lowe's podcast, literally, which I, I mean, every, yeah, it's if, a great, it's a great well, podcast. Yeah, the thing is, during during the COVID nineteen, a lot of you've seen the rise even more so of of podcasts, yeah. actors and performers and comedians and and such. Um, and I remember him talking about the the Footloose audition story. I think he was talking mm -hmm. about it and how he yes he went in and and auditioned. And uh, everyone, and he, I think he, what did he, he bust his knee or something like that? Yeah, himself, it out. Yeah. And they're like, don't worry, we're going to hire a dancer for this. We were never going to hire an actor in the first place. And then he finds <laughs> out Kevin Bacon got the job, right? Right, <laughs> exactly. And, exactly. and you, you're right, you don't know. I mean, I've gone to, I, when, when I was doing this, my wife would say, you got you got a call. And on Vancouver Island, there was one agent, like one agent. And it was very much like, and I'll tell you a quick story, another story in, in a minute. But um, when when there's only one agent in your area, the agent, the the dynamic is different. The agent, sure. the agent doesn't necessarily work for you, even though they do. You almost feel like you work for them. And, and that was well, 
well healed into every performer there. Like if you don't work with me, then you don't have. And so I remember I would get a call and I, or my wife would, this is, we didn't have cell phones and she was, uh, she'd get a call from the agent. She's like, Mike needs to be in Vancouver tomorrow for an audition for this thing. And my wife's like, okay, he has to, I had a day job. This is when I was working at Costco. So I had to call either try to get the day off or call in sick or something like sure. that. Knowing full well, that the audition was likely they had to, they knew who they wanted. They were auditioning people from Vancouver Island, BC, because there's a quote, like there's, there's a business side that they had to do. And you're like, this is likely, I mean, if I get this gig, it's because I did something that broke through or they just saw me and go, Oh yeah, this guy looks like he looks like he could be a, a, a a desk cop, like, but he's going to be like, and he might get a line or whatever later, but we'll use him in the, and you're like, you're on this. And again, going from Victoria to Vancouver, it's a 95 minute ferry ride. And then there's, so by the time you get there, you're like, okay, I'm here. You wait. And then you do the thing. And then you leave and you're like, if I hear back, if I hear it's going to be a callback, which means I get to do this all over again. Right. Uh, and, and so it's, it, you're right. There's no, all you can do is control those moments in between. Right. And prepare yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And also when you, when you're, when you actually have the job and when you're working, what's going to get you to lose the job is to not be prepared right. and to not be punctual and to not know your stuff and to not be able to get rid of all the other junk that's in our heads every day, no matter what we're doing, whatever career we're in. But when you're doing creative stuff, you've got to be able to push that all to the, to the side and then focus on what you're doing. Yeah. And for me, productivity is what has done that. It's I, I'm a big David Allen fan. So I'm very much a GTD guy. Yeah. And that has really helped me, especially with the hurry up and wait. And the reason I say that is that there's times even now I, I, we shoot a multicam now. So I, I, I work for part of the day and then I've got a little bit of time. I work for a part of the day, but when you're doing 16 hour days on location somewhere and you're running back to your trailer and they say, we're going to use you in half an hour and you're in makeup and you're all set up and you're ready to go. And then they come back and they say, we're going to push. We're not going to use it for two more hours. And you get extended a little bit more time. And then all of a sudden you get into like this zone of, oh, well, you know, I'll get some stuff done. And you sit down and they're like, Ian, we need you. And you run out. It's being able to turn it on, turn it off quickly. And for me, the productivity method of GTD works the best mm-hmm. because I have, I know, I literally have a, a, a tag in Todoist, which is set, which is only stuff I can do at set because I know at home with two kids and, and a wife that runs her own business, especially right now, I'm not, I ain't doing it at home. (laughs) I need to get to work where I've got a 30 minute chunk that I know they're going to shoot another scene where I can sit down at my desk in my, in my dressing room and go, Hey, boom, I can get this done here. I know I'm going to have uninterrupted time. And if I do get interrupted, I can shut it off and go to the next mode. That's See, that's the, the other thing. That's the other thing too, is that what's interesting about in GTD context, the idea of context and context switching. And I mean, when it comes to, I mean, I talk about mode-based work, which is yeah, all the time yeah. originates from, I mean, it's clearly inspired by, most people don't know what contexts are. You do, you and I do, because we still, but when you say mode, that that tends to resonate a bit more. But when it comes to that, that, that label in Todoist you've got, or that context or mode called set, Yeah. It, there's nuance there too. Like you mentioned, like you can only do these things on set, but they need to be things that you can be disrupted. So you don't want to do like, I'm going to work on this thing because I remember again, we, we shot, they shot white chicks here and actually okay. uh, we went and saw it in the theaters. Um, and my wife's like, why did we go? Look, there I am there. I am. And, and it's one of those things where I was a background performer. And if you've, <laughs> Yeah. I'll see if I can find the thumbnail, but I'm a pale guy and they did make like <laughs> here. So you can see that because I'm a background performer. They're like, okay, get that. Like they're not investing as much. 
And so yeah. you see like the paleness, like you can see a clear line. Uh, <laughs> and I remember people that would, there's two things that I would see happen. Number one is people would bring, um, and again, this is pre, you know, cell phone, like mobile app stuff, social media, they, there wasn't yeah. happening, but they would, tr some people would bring books, which is the only thing you could really do. Um, but yep. other people try to bring like, I'm going to work on this, this thing. And they would get interrupted. I remember we go just a second, like, no, 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 you don't get that option. You don't get to no. Hey, no, just a second. And it's then, right now. Right. And then the other thing they would do, which is a big no, no. And I learned this, you know, from seeing people do it is, they would not recognize their place and they would, you know, go up and approach one of the lead performers or they would, and the lead performer would be quite nice. And then we would, uh, I remember seeing, uh, hanging out with a couple other performers and then the lead performer would call over a PA after that conversation. And then you yeah. would see that <laughs> you would never see that extra again. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it, there's, <laughs> there's, there, there's, there's definitely, there are, there are etiquette. Yes. Un, there's etiquette. There's unwritten rules for sure. And I, I just think that is, I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky to be able to do what I do and I've been doing it for a long time. And um, there are, like you said, there's huge lulls where you don't work for a long time. And then um, there's times where it's just, it's overloading. And um, I've been able to kind of, I've, I've done commercials, I've done TV, I've done some film, I do a lot of voice work, so promo work and things like that as well. So, but that requires a lot of going here, doing that, setting up time at home, making sure the house is ready for me to go into the booth to do something there. Yeah. All of this is, there's so many moving pieces, like a freelancer of any kind, whatever yeah. it may be. Um, it's just, I think for creative people, what sometimes is missed is that there's two kinds. There's a creative person that is literally the free-flowing, you know, musician, artist, painter, actor, singer, whatever, that just, whatever hits them, it doesn't matter. They just kind of like glide like water through everything. David Allen, I guess, in a sense, you know, in that sense. You would agree, very, yeah. yeah. Easy and flowing. And then there's another side, which is, and I fall into that side, which is I don't get to that place without everything else being set in a way. Yes, I have, a. if you look at my calendar, you'd go, what does that guy do? Because my calendar is very much, you know, I do modal stuff and I do yep. some day theming like, like yep. you do and things like that, because it helps me be able to get to a place where I don't have to think about anything else. Yep. But my calendar is also got to be there, got to be there, got to do this. And, and it, it, the productivity thing really helps me get to that place. Well, so I think there's two kinds. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Actually, I would say that David probably is more like you, but what he did, and he's admitted this, he's lazy. He said, yeah. like, I'm lazy. He's the, he's the laziest. Yeah. Yeah. He's the so laziest. He's like I needed a system to propel me. And I think that yes. like I've said frameworks foster freedom. And I'm the same way. Like if I don't have those anchors, like we're talking about, like, okay, I don't know what to do next. And this is what I had somebody um, comment on my Skillshare class saying, well, you have this daily theme, but what if some emergency pops up? What happens then? And what that question has so much in it that you don't really realize, like, for example, the obvious answer is you deal with the emergency and then you just go right. back to what the daily theme is. But yeah. because there's so much bias in there, there the, the, the way she phrased it, I'm like, she is so afraid to theme her day and, and have it be broken that her assumption is that it won't work because it will likely be broken at some point. Right, so I right, right. It. And to your point, you need to have, and again, whether you're a performer, uh, you know, you work in a, in an office building, having those, those, those waypoints, those, those things that tell your brain, okay, I don't know what to do next. Oh, I'm on set. Okay. Well, these are the things I can do when I'm on set. You don't need to know right. the details of those things. You don't need, you need to know them once you get 
centered, right? Like once yes. that's, that's the key, right? Yeah, that's, that's the key. And for me, and it definitely, I'm an only child and an actor, so you can't get more selfish than me. I say it all the time. I, I am the most selfish, um, even more than my six-year-old son. Um, but I definitely am this, the most selfish. But I, I, I find when, you, you're, when I lived alone, when I wasn't married yet, chaos was okay. Yeah. It, you know, I would deal with it. But then you add your wife to the mix, your lovely wife to the mix, and then you add your first child and then your second child and then your house and all the other things that come at you for me, being able to just put everything in its place mm -hmm. is what makes me be able to do what I love with way less stress. Right. And even when things are down, I feel like if I have a, like right now, we're on a hiatus for a couple of weeks and I feel like I can get a lot of stuff done, which is great. I know exactly what I can do right now, but at the same time, I'm, I'm not as regimented to it and married to it where it's like, Oh no, what's going to happen. But that's because I don't have 50 people that work under me, or I don't have a bunch of healthcare that I have to organize for my company, which right now is chaotic in this crazy year that's going on. Mm -hmm. So I am lucky in that sense that I do a creative endeavor. But at the same time, my industry is in flux like everybody else, and we don't know what's going to happen or what's going on. Or, and we, there, there's always times where you don't work for a while that sometimes just being able to throw yourself into getting a bunch of stuff done gets my head out of that place. And it kind of lifts me up, which I, which I like, you got to get those easy wins. You know, you've got to get the, get some stuff done. I tell my wife all the time, we were cleaning up uh, after the holidays, putting the Christmas tree stuff down. And I'm always like, why don't you put it on your list? Why don't you put it on your okay. list? Put it on a list. It'll feel so good to click it. It'll feel so good to click it. And she's like, no. And then yesterday she's like, I put some stuff on the list and it felt so good. To I said, give yourself that easy win. Don't look at the, the, the chaos of the whole thing. Because mm -hmm. her brain is the opposite of mine. She can hold everything in her head. Right. I mean, it just, it's unbelievable. I don't work that way. So maybe that's why we work so well. I can memorize dialogue very quickly, very easily. Give me changes. I can do it. But if you ask me what I have to do in two weeks or what return I have to send to Amazon to get my credit, I have no idea unless yeah. it's in something. Same. I same. just don't. Yeah. And my wife is, again, it's, there's similarities there. Like my wife, uh, we, I've done coaching calls and she'll occasionally hear what I say and she'll go, how do they, I don't understand why they need that. Like that just, is <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. I go, I, I, I go, my job is often to remind like, and to reflect back. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's what, that's what I'm, yeah. that's what I'm designed to do, but she won't do like, if someone says what, what's the fundamental difference between the way your wife handles you know, her to-do list and versus you and how productivity works. I'm like, here's the example. My wife will need to have the calendar appointment for garbage and recycling. Like those things go on the calendar. They need to be put out. I don't put yeah. them on the calendar. I put them in my to-do list because I don't make appointments with garbage and recycling. I go, that's yeah, right. a fundamental difference right there. <laughs> it's like, it's not like, a, <laughs> if it's not on the calendar, my wife will be like, I'm sorry I missed that. Whereas I'm like, I don't need to have those things on the calendar because they recur in to-doist every, uh, all I need back of that, yeah. Yeah, it's just going to be very easy. It'll be yeah. there next week again. It'll be there next yep. week. I will say that as a whole, I try to catch my wife often um, and be like, so- uh, did you, did you mail that in? And she's like, yeah, I did it yesterday. I'm like, how did you remember to do that? Because my reminder came up, but you already did it yesterday. So I just step back and let, you know, the, the magical mother do her, yeah, do her it, thing. Um, as you were talking about your company and such, um, it's always fascinated me that performers and actors um, 
and and this happens, I think, with musicians. They they start a label or they start a production company. Or they, is yeah, that, is that part of me as we're talking about this? Thinks is that because so much of what happens in your career as a performer is not as much in control, like you don't have as much control over it or command over it as you would if you by having your own company. Like, is it does does it allow? I mean, I know it allows you to create your own things and stuff, but is there an element of of command that you have because you're building this thing is it gives you something to hold on to a little bit is that that's it you know i never thought about that but i think that that very well could be true i think you also take advantage of opportunities that that come to you mm. um as you as you move forward like i started directing uh two years ago so so that was a big thing on the new show that was part of now i get to be directed so now i'm in that right. world as well um and then the, the production thing, I've always worked on trying to find a way to support and help people that I think are way more talented than I am, especially writers. I can't write. I've tried to write. I've got 10 scripts that are two pages long. They have great opening shots and there's nothing after that. I just, it just ends. They're just all really short films, not short films, really short films. They're TikTok. Um, and, they're TikTok no, they're tic I, that's what I should do. <laughs> well, oh you, my gosh. You could have put it in Quibi, but you know. Yeah, Quibi. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So it, it was too short for a TikTok video. Yeah, exactly. But the um, the the reality of it is, I feel like there is there is something about you want to foster a family and of people that you really think are creative and maybe have not had their chance yet. I have a, a script from a friend of mine that I don't know why this wasn't made ten years ago. I just don't know why it's not on the air right now. Especially right now, it's a great TV show. It should be out. Mm -hmm. So I'm using connections I have, and as I've come up in in, in the acting side, I have other friends that are have come up on this side or that are now they've got their development deals and they've got, so it's kind of piecing it all together. But I definitely think creating something is I read what somebody else wrote and do what somebody else tells me to do. That's my job. And I show up where somebody calls and tells me to go and chooses me out of all these other, you know, better looking, more talented people. So it's like, I feel like, hey, you know, I would like to be on the other side where I can start to do that mm -hmm. and, um, you know, and get behind, peel, peel, peel the curtain back a little bit for myself and see what that is and see if I like it. I didn't even know if I would like directing. I love it. Um, I didn't know if I would really like working with writers and doing revisions of scripts and, and meeting with, with uh, development companies and stuff. I like it. Um, so I just am going to go that direction and see where it is. Because, um, you know, you never know when nobody's going to hire you anymore and you got to find the next thing. We have to be multidimensional, especially now more than anything else. Mm -hmm. I think in any career, I I've never had a corporate job, but the whole idea of working for 40 years for somebody and then retiring seems so foreign to our world now yep. that you've got to be able to, you got to be a multifaceted person. So I don't necessarily sing. I've done it on television. I've done it on stage. I'm not a singer, but I'll sing. I'm, the, Jeff Daniels, uh, the actor, has a theater in Michigan uh, called the Purple Rose, which is an incredible theater that I did a play at when I was in college. Um, and unbelievable place. They do. I worked with Lanford Wilson there on a new play. I mean, these are top-notch people in Michigan, and they do Michigan playwrights. And um, that's their thing. But I auditioned for a film years ago, and I talked to Jeff after he'd done Gettysburg. I auditioned for a film, and they had said to me, can you ride a horse? Because it was like a Civil War film. And I said, I, I mean, I have, and he goes, if somebody asks you in an audition, if you can ride a horse, the response is bareback or saddle. That's what you say, mm -hmm. because they don't need to know that you're going to go learn tomorrow. 
And I feel like that's what the world has become career-wise for everybody is you've got to be multifaceted, able to learn quickly, able to adjust quickly. And that's what I'm trying to do as well is, is just cover the whole gamut of everything and, and, and um, what see, I, what I, see what I love. Yeah. So, I mean, this, this lends nicely into a, a follow-up, which is you're using Todoist, right? As your as yes. daily driving kind of, and long. I feel like I've tried everything. Yeah. I, I've, I've literally, I'm very much like you. I listened to the, to the app, listen to your app uh, podcast. Uh, I think a couple months ago and it was like where you went through with like the things you're using and what you've touched on and what you've used. I mean, I go back to Merlin and all that stuff as well mm-hmm. with the 43 folder. So I've kind of done it all and I've landed there and I'm very happy there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you've, and, the and evolution, so you've seen the evolution of productivity. As yes. Well. I mean, oh, big time, it's, big it, time. Oliver Berkman's got a book coming out uh, next year and he writes some amazing stuff. I don't know if you've looked at, he wrote the happy, uh, the antidote. Um, he's really, yes. oh, great. that's a great book. And, and actually David Allen recommended that I believe on a podcast and that's where I got it from. Great he's book. Got, he's got a time management book. Oliver does in July coming out next July in July. 20th. Oh, okay. Yeah, And it's just, but you're seeing now. And I mean uh, the, the evolution of productivity to the point where, um, and we know inbox zero, there's a great example, like the term inbox zero Merlin coined. Everyone's like, Oh, it's email. Get your email to zero. I'm like, no, that's not what he meant. And he said this and he eventually just threw up his hands because you don't, <laughs> you don't get to decide when you put something out into the world, you don't right. get to necessarily decide how it's taken on. But now you're, right. I'm reading more articles and it's more about like the, the pursuit of getting things done has changed dramatically I would say in the last couple of years, specifically in the last year, because people are now, I would say there's been roadblocks and obstacles put up. Like you have to, like you have to change tack to make things happen. And you don't know if you're going to be able to do these things. Ever found yourself deep in a project, your flow state so intense that the world around you just fades away. That's the magic zone where ideas take flight and your work truly comes to life. But what if, In a blink, it could all disappear. Hard drives fail, coffee spills, and yes, even the dreaded accidental delete happens. But fear not, because CrashPlan has your back. Don't wait for disaster to strike. Head over to CrashPlan.com slash timecrafting now for a free trial and secure your creations with their limited time buy one, get one offers. Supporting our sponsors means supporting this podcast, so take a moment to check them out. CrashPlan is the superhero of cloud-based data protection, specifically designed for people like us who live and breathe their digital creations. CrashPlan ensures that every file, every idea, and every piece of hard work is safely backed up and protected. With CrashPlan Professional, you get unlimited backup for your computers, not servers or cloud apps, just pure essential data protection for PC, Mac, and Linux. This means your business plans, designs, music, and documents are continuously encrypted and updated in their secure cloud without you lifting a finger. Imagine this, your laptop takes a dive during a late night work session. With CrashPlan, it's not a disaster, it's just a minor hiccup. Their service runs quietly in the background, safeguarding every change you make every 15 minutes. And if the worst happens, your files are just a few clicks away from being restored with unlimited version retention acting as your personal time machine. For businesses, CrashPlan's multi-tenant capabilities are a game changer. Buy as many licenses as you need, manage them with ease, and let your team or your IT admin restore data seamlessly, saving precious time and resources. 
So go to crashplan.com slash timecrafting now to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited buy one, get one offers for a productive conversation listeners. That's crashplan.com slash timecrafting. Back up better with CrashPlan. Ever caught yourself marveling at the seamless magic of everyday tech, like how noise-canceling headphones block out the world or the sheer bliss of meeting-free Fridays? Now imagine if there was a way to bring that kind of magic into selling online. Well, guess what? There is, and it's called Shopify. From the moment you decide to launch your online shop to opening your first physical store, and even when you're pinching yourself because, yes, you just hit a million orders, Shopify is there to guide your growth. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or the latest productivity tools, Shopify supports you everywhere with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. The checkout? Oh, it's a breeze for your customers, converting up to 36% better than other platforms. And with Shopify Magic, your AI-powered assistant, you're selling more with way less effort. And you won't be alone in your Shopify journey because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., supporting giants like Allbirds and Brooklinen and millions of entrepreneurs across 175 countries. Their award-winning support is always there, making sure businesses that grow, Grow with Shopify, and yours can be one of those businesses. And for those looking to level up, Shopify's endless integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to chatbots ensure your business is always ahead of the curve. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash timecrafting now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash timecrafting. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. Okay, we're going to take a break from the conversation with Ian right now to talk about our sponsors. One of the most important tools when it comes to my productivity is Text Expander. I've been using it for years and really ultimately what it does at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day too is it really unlocks your productivity you can manage everything that you type repetitively whether it's email addresses phone numbers common message replies and so much more and text expander works everywhere that you type not just where you type but also where your team members type if you use text expander for teams and my team has expanded and i want that voice of productivityist to kind of permeate across multiple channels 
text expander allows me to do that. Plus, again, working everywhere that you type, that I type, that, you know, all of my team members type. So that includes word processors, email and messaging apps and online forms. You can customize your snippets as well with fill-in fields and pop-up lists, which I find incredibly useful, especially when we're booking podcast guests and saying, hey, you know what? We can't necessarily talk to you right now, but here is when we can. To have that range of pop-ups is absolutely amazing. And as I mentioned, check out Text Expander for Teams, especially if you need to manage snippets for your company. We are using that more and more nowadays, and it is an absolute blessing. It's not even a blessing in disguise. It's just a pure blessing. And Text Expander is available for Mac OS, Windows, Chrome, iPhone, and iPad. I want you to get what I get out of Text Expander for you and your company today. So visit textexpander.com podcast for 20% off of your first year. Now go to the drop down, say you heard about it on the Productivities podcast. And that way, Text Expander knows that you heard it from Mike Vardy, the Productivity, is that you know what? I need to get Text Expander to unlock my productivity. So again, check out textexpander.com slash podcast, get 20% off your first year. Seriously, you can unlock your productivity with Text Expander. Do it today. If you're a business owner, you've got a lot on your mind, so many things to manage, so many ways to think about how you can stay productive, things you need to pay attention to, and finding simple and effective ways to keep employees engaged and customers happy is really always at top of mind for business owners, but you can lose sight of it. But it's really especially challenging when face-to-face interaction is limited. That's where attention can go awry. It's where it can get away from you. And if you're trying to find a way to stand out to your customers or make your employees feel extra valued, well, you've got to check out what Uber for Business has to offer. You trust Uber as a way to request rides and order meals from restaurants you love. But did you know about Uber's platform designed specifically for businesses? There are over 160,000 companies that are using Uber for Business to improve customer and employee satisfaction. If you're having a hard time getting people to show up or stay engaged in virtual team meetings or events, well, vouchers from Uber for Business, you can add $20 to their personal Uber accounts. That's stunning. So that way they can easily order meals for Uber Eats before the meeting. That's going to increase engagement. and It's going to keep them fed, which... People that have had their hunger satisfied are satisfied people. Now, if you want to make your customers love your business even more, well, then offer them a voucher for a free meal or ride when they make their first purchase or when they spend a certain amount. Any company can sign up for free and immediately start delivering extra value to the people who matter most to their business. Vouchers are simple to send and to redeem, and your business has total control over who gets them, when they expire, and what portion of the ride or meal you want to cover. Vouchers are shared via email or text and can be redeemed with a single tap. Best of all, you only pay for rides they take or meals they order. Now, right now, Uber for Business is offering companies a $50 voucher credit when you spend your first $200 with vouchers. So go to uber.com slash productivity pod to learn more. That's uber.com productivity pod for a $50 voucher credit. Again, uber.com slash productivity pod. Terms and conditions apply, but check out uber.com slash productivity pod and take advantage of this offer right now. Now let's get back to my conversation with Ian Reed Kessler here on the Productivityist podcast.
I'm seeing, and when you read James Clear's book and DJ Fogg about habits. It's a great book. Great, I, great book. Yeah, I'm yeah. Seeing, I'm seeing more, and someone asked me, like, what's your prediction for productivity going forward? Like, what do you think? I'm like, I think you're going to see a separation between people using their to-do list apps for to-dos, but you're going to see habit tracking apps show up more. Like, people are going to be like, I want to track my habits. They're everywhere. Know. Yeah. They're everywhere the last couple of years. Yeah, they've really started to become to become a thing. Yeah. But, I think it's it. What it does is habits. If you can keep those habits going, then everything else can start to fall where the, where it needs to a whole lot easier. Which is probably where when you're talking about your wife and my wife, where they're like they can keep things up here. They're just really focused on the things that they that matter, like that they. You know what I mean? That's, and, and we're yes. we're very much like. I'm not saying we don't know what matters, but we have a lot of things that we think that matter, and yeah. We get yeah. by putting it in front of us in this list form, we can go, that doesn't matter right now. That doesn't matter right now. That doesn't matter. Oh, that matters right now. Or I want to know, I want to have this come up at a point so I can decide if it matters, right? If it matters or not. Yeah, that's, right. that's absolutely, that's absolutely true. And I, there's a, also a laser focus thing that happens when, when uh, a woman becomes a mother as well, that just kind of like, there is a, it's an unbelievable thing that, that, that what the brain does for them at that time. Um, and it just seems to, to stay. Um, the habit tracking thing I find very interesting because I have, I thought James Clear book, James Clear's book was the most effective for me. Yeah. Um, as far as it, and it was, it's like the most habit book. That's not a habit book, which is, I think what makes it so great. Um, it was recommended by a friend of mine and, um, and I, I find that habits work for me, but I'm a systems guy in that sense. I, 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 that really helps me um, achieve things. And I like that. And I can't, my focus, I believe is wider than, than, um, than my, than my wives and other people. And I don't know if it's because I have more interests or if it's because I don't know how to make something more important. I'm, I'm good at a lot of things, not great at many. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm one of those people. And sometimes that may be work against me. Um, but, and, and maybe even more focus on habit would, would help me with that. But to do is, has been a big help because I've used it to make my habits out of it with recurring tasks and things like that. Right. Um, but I'm definitely a full on calendar. It's gotta be on the calendar. Otherwise I'm late for everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I connected today right on time, hopefully with (laughs) with the zoom call, (laughs) but, um, but I think you're right. The the getting things done thing, like Merlin, when he was just like, I'm, I'm done with this productivity has moved so fast. And I have friends that I never would have expected are aware of any of it. And they're totally aware of it. Yep. And I think it's app driven more than anything else. Agreed. I don't think it's concept. It's app. Yeah, and they, it's the they, latest app, yeah, you know, they, and, and they which is great. They, they, but, but great to a point. I think what happens is yep. people adopt, and you've seen this having, they adopt the app, the app will do it. Like the app, <laughs> but it won't yeah. work unless you have a system to put in. No. Place. And, and there's also that, Hey, that's so weird. Why does your app do, you know, like, uh, reminders or why does your app do now like location stuff my app doesn't do that your app hasn't been updated since 2016 yeah. so there's that whole thing too of like being able to find I think it's it's easy to move from thing to thing if you're a productivity nerd yeah. I love using new apps mm-hmm. um, I love I'm, I'm I've got my I've got my onyx books note in front of me I got my iPhone here I'm on my I'm all about yep. moving stuff around and I love that I very much check out all the new apps, but I find myself kind of going back to the ones that I know one will be there and two work for me. And um, the bells and whistles and pretty things don't necessarily always do it. I mean, I used to have a tickler file file and do the whole thing. 
I don't do that anymore. I've adjusted. I think like you have too. It's like there's bits and pieces that I've taken that hold on uh, that I've hold, held on to. But uh, I think people love, they just love apps. People love to put stuff on their phones. Well, the novelty of it. The novelty of a new app. is. Yeah. I mean, look at note-taking apps this past year in 2020, like Rome and... Uh, Craft is the um, is the new one that everybody I know is like. You using Craft or using Craft? It's yep. beautiful. They're yep. all beautiful, amazing apps. I don't know if the, any of them are going to help me more than just <laughs> writing it on my notebook air, or my 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 books note air and just kind of using. The, I don't know if they will help me more. You, um, one of the things that I try to do, and I think this is something that I've been doing a lot more lately, is Todoist becomes the place where things get stored and I go in and check them off. But when I want to get stuff done, and this is why I've got the daily driver, the, my own paper based thing. Yes. Yeah. Lies in paper based planners over the past two, three years easily. Um, yeah. do you do things to paper. Do you like, I need for, especially for like that myopic or, or rather uh, hyper-focused thing where you're like, you know what? I have all these things, especially let's say you're going to set, right? I mean, you don't necessarily want to be whipping this thing out every, you know, like, I mean, but, but having like an index card or, 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 you know, a, a pad of paper and just say, okay, these are the things that I know are in Todoist that I said, I want these to have my attention today. Yeah. Do, do you play with analog and digital, like as a hybrid or do you kind of. The, the analog thing for me more than anything else is the best place to just to kind of like brainstorm things, especially when I'm working on, you know, notes on scripts. I mean, I'm reading them usually on the device anyway, so I can put the notes right on it. But when I sit down and I'm like, okay, we're going to, uh, we're going to move. What do I need to do? I find being able to get it out with my hands is better than typing it. I, I think I, I don't necessarily write faster than I type, but I feel like there's less of a, it's the connection too. It's the, it, there is, I don't know what it is. Like I, I, and I, the idea of like a bullet journal is so cool to me. I just, am like, Oh my gosh, that's such a fascinating thing. But the idea of writing all that stuff all the time makes my head explode and I'm not interested. Yeah. But th as far as brainstorming and getting it out. Yes. As far as like the, the getting into the mode of these are the things I'm going to do, or these are my three, you know, eat the frog. These are what I have to do right now. I'm a priorities guy. It's just, I, I just, in the morning when I get up, things are red. If that has to happen today, there's no question. Mm -hmm. But I put a priority two flag on it so it becomes orange in Todoist. Yep. Um, and I do no more than five of those for every day. Mm -hmm. And those five, if they're not done by the end of the work day for me, which I say is eight o'clock, that's when the kids go to bed. Yep. If, they, if I haven't done it by that time, I have a problem. Those are the five things I have to do. Everything else that's in the, the four and the white flag, you know, just the normal thing. If I have to move them, well, I'm not, you know, I'm okay with that. But those orange ones have to be done. The analog thing for me is really just brainstorming. I just find it way more useful. And oddly enough, for me, it's into an e-ink device rather than just paper. But that's because I read on that. And I, um, I, I just like being able to just pick it up and go. I don't want to have to have a notepad with me. And when I, when I get on an airplane for, for work or for pleasure, I would much rather pull one of those be, out and be able to do everything. And Todoist is on it too. Yeah. So because I have an Android, it's an Android ink device, Todoist yep. is on there too. So I can still get in there, get out, work on it. And then it's all on my phone or my iPad or whatever when I, when I get home. And, and that's the reason I do that. Paper is great. And I just know I'll lose it. I know I'll lose it. Or, or, you, or you'll have like four different places where you put paper somewhere and you're like, oh, the, yes, yeah, yes, I it just, uh, that's my thing is it's at least I know if it's here, 
all of my notes sync directly to Dropbox. They end up on my phone. It's just, it kind of is, is I can't think about that stuff. Yeah. I just can't think about it. That's, that's the thing. I don't, I don't have a office desk that I go to at work every day. I have a set, but if I'm not shooting, I, it's wherever I am is my, is my place to get stuff you done. Are, so I kind you of, are your, you are the, you are basically the mobile office study i'm the ceo of my own company in my own office in in uh, you know as my wife uh, says all the time i try to run my life that way uh i want to uh be respectful of your time and let you go here in a minute but i have one a, a couple more quick questions number one you talk yes. about habits do you have a morning and evening routine uh my morning routine is uh, i'm a meditator so I, I i try to meditate every day in the morning um it doesn't necessarily work because Sometimes there's a, a four-year-old daughter jumping on my chest saying time to get up. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess I won't be meditating right now because we're going to go, you know, do something and else. I just meditated before we hopped on. Do you use an app for that? I'm assuming. or uh, I'm a mute. I use Muse. Thanks. I use that's the Muse. I, that's what I use. Which, which I love. And the Muse S is great. The new one I think is really great. It's super comfortable. Um, I've used it for years. Uh, a friend of mine recommended it to me who's a hardcore meditator. And I was like, this is a scam. This is not going to work. And then the first time I calmed the waves and got a bird, I was like, what? <laughs> so, you, so you remember this uh, real quick. Um, I've compared it to, remember that Star Trek, the next generation episode where uh, Riker brought back that head, that game from Ryza where like it hypnotized the crew? Vaguely, yes, yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. You had to, the way you won was these discs had to go into these cones, right? And Ashley Judd, was, it was the first time her ever being in an episode. And what okay. it was is when the discs went into the cone, that was the way that they got hypnotized. And the way you won was just didn't, don't try. Don't try to let the discs Don't try. And it just, yes. And I'm like, yeah. that's Muse. That to me is Muse because when you try to hear the birds, guess what? You're just screwed. And I've, and I've gotten to a point now where I don't use any sound effects on it except for birds. I've turned everything off. Oh, really? Okay. So, and the reason I like that is that for me, um, and, I've, and I've turned the birds down very, very low. So it's, it, when I do, and I do, I take it to work with me. I do it at work. I actually have a, a thing which is, it says Zen for 10. It's a, a, like a sign that I put outside my dressing room. And the second AD knows that if that's out there, I'm meditating. So don't, don't knock to put wardrobe in or don't do whatever. Right. So they joke that my, I have like, you know, it's a very soothing set, a yeah. set dressing room is what I have. It's very calm. Everybody likes to go in there. They say it's like a spa. So they don't go in there anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, I've got my meditation bench and all that stuff. So I, I just find that if I turn the birds all the way down and I focus um, and, and can clear my mind, I just get a little bit of a reminder, but that, that reminder doesn't shoot me off into, Oh, it's a bird. Yeah. And all or, of a sudden or, I'm like, Oh my oh, God. The, or the waves are, why are the waves louder? They shouldn't be louder. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Right. So, so I've gotten to that point, but I, I, that would be my morning thing. And then my, my nighttime routine is um, it's more than anything else. I go through everything that I was supposed to do today. Mm -hmm. um, and I do my best to set up what my tomorrow will look like. Okay. And I usually look three days in advance. So for me, it's just, I look at my calendar for the next three days and I look at, um, I move the dreaded, oh my gosh, move the due date, which makes me cringe when I have to do it. But sometimes you just have to. Um, and I don't punish myself for it unless there's orange ones that are sticking there that I didn't do. But that's really what it, I just prepare my next day. I've tried gratitude journaling and doing things like that. Um, and I have a day one that I, that I keep up. But I find most of my stuff is actually just parental notes. It's things that I 
things that were special to me about something that happened with the kids or, and I actually have a reminder that comes up every week, which is your, your dad entry, which is what did you learn this week in this crazy, wonderful, horribly hard journey that you're going through as a father? Um, and I, and I, I do that every week, but that's the main thing. I set up my next day and um, I usually also just check in with the wife to find out what I was supposed to do today that I didn't, or she didn't email me into do us in yep. the inbox. So I didn't remember because you sent it on a message thread that we've messaged 50 so she, times since so then. Emails your Todoist inbox. So she, yeah, I, that's I, clever. She, wait, let me just, she <laughs> sometimes emails the, but the funny thing is like I had to do some, you know, returns at UPS the other day and it was, she had the all the tags from Amazon, the, the gifts that we, you know, didn't give or that needed to be returned. We got the wrong thing. We had to so go drop them off. And I was like, well, can you just send them, send all the barcodes to my inbox? And she was like, I have to send all the barcodes to your inbox. So I had a couple that made through and then the others were just all texts. Yeah. But I wanted them in inbox because I had an errand at the UPS store in Todoist. And right in the comment section, I had all the barcodes. Yep. It makes complete sense to my brain, but totally. to her brain, and it you, doesn't. And you had the geolocation <laughs> on. So you're like, oh, yes, the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, here I am. I'll just do it because they're in the trunk already because I've already prepped it. So, but she does do that. Yes. Um, but so I just like to. I like to clear out the next day because it just allows me to not worry about it. I like to wake up in the morning and know that I'm already set. Um, I don't have many things that come up latest and loudest David Allen term where it's like, oh my gosh, right now there's new stuff, unless it's family related, which I'm usually with my family at that point. But work-wise, it's usually pretty set um, where I need to be, what I need to do, because it's usually broadcast related or something like that. So, um, but yeah. This has been great. I want to ask you one final question. I ask this to pretty much every guest. If what's one simple thing, one action that someone can take today, and you can either relate this to like, Hey, if you're a performer, you're a creative, this is what, what that can help them down this journey towards a more productive life. What's one thing that you recommend they try? I think the most effective thing that I have found, um, and it's kind of universal, um, it's definitely a getting things done thing, but it's, I think it's universal is that if you can get everything out of your brain that you know, you need to do that's upcoming, that you, sh you should have done, whatever it may be, if you can get all that stuff out and into something onto something, just not in your brain, it's the most beneficial thing. Um, and I tell that to my wife as well, and it doesn't necessarily always resonate, but I firmly believe it, especially as a person in a creative endeavor, because I don't think I'm as creative or is free to accept a note from a director and quickly turn it around into what they're looking for if I'm still thinking about those Amazon returns right. or whatever else it may be, the car payment or just those things that are going, oh my gosh, my taxes are due. Whatever those little things are, do, do I think I have to get milk when I get home. Those simple little things, we're going on a trip next week. I've got a, 15 things I have to do before we go up to the cottage. You know. If I have those in my head, I'm not going to be as good at work today when I'm shooting. And that's just the way it works for me. Right. So I think the number one thing is you just got to get it out of your brain, put it somewhere that you believe in, that you'll re be reminded of at the right time. And then you can kind of just navigate your way through your day. Capture everything, regret nothing, right? I, it, for me, that's it. I think that's the biggest takeaway. Um, and, you know, the two minute rule and all those other clever little things that are great. But if it's in there, if it's in my brain, I just get clouded and it doesn't, it doesn't, it, I, I don't get as free to do what I want to do. Ian, this has been great. Um, 
normally I say, where can people find you? Uh, and, and, uh, so <laughs> this is where at the end of a talk show, it's like, so the Sydney, yeah. Sydney to the max. <laughs> That's where we are right now. We're in, we're in season, uh, we're in season three. We were actually supposed to be done with season three as of uh, November, but we did, and we were supposed to start in March, the week after we locked down here in Los Angeles. Um, and we obviously didn't do that then. Um, but I'm very lucky to be in an industry that is still working. Um, and uh, the protocols are crazy and we're super safe. And, um, you know, it's, it's nobody comes into my spa dressing room anymore uh, because we're not allowed to. And we're all shielded up and masked and all that. But we're, we're, we're still working. And, and I think our stuff will start in the spring again. And then we'll see what happens if we do another season or if I move on to something else. But that's where I'm at right now. Ian, thanks so much for joining me today on the Productivities Podcast. Thanks for having me. I hope it was useful for somebody. You got to have some creatives out there that are watching it so uh, and listening to it. So uh, I hope it was helpful. It's been a real joy. That was an absolute treat. Thanks to Ian for joining me on the program. Again, it was kind of one of those things that happened out of the blue, a very serendipitous event. This is, again, the power of social media. As much as social media gets a lot of rough treatment when it comes to productivity, if it wasn't for that, well, Ian and I never would have connected. So thanks to Ian for joining me on the program. This was a, a, a great guest, and there's been plenty of great guests on this program. If you're a subscriber, then you know that already. And if you're not, well, if you want to hear all of the guests we've had before, Seth Godin, Derek Sivers, Keith Ferrazzi, uh, Gretchen Rubin, so many more, then just subscribe to the podcast in the app that you're listening to the podcast on right now. Do it, do it. And then that way you won't miss a single episode that's coming up as well as have easy access to the archive. So don't forget to hit that subscribe button and that way you don't miss a single episode of the Productivities Podcast. That's it for this week. Thanks so much for taking the time to join me. Until next time, I'm Mike Vardy, the host of the Productivities Podcast, reminding you to stop guessing and start going. See you later.